This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. Part three with Laura Logan will be at the bottom of this hour. Make sure you stick around. Big news out of Florida when it comes to Disney. Uh, Ron DeSantis is not messing around. The legislature in Florida is not messing around when it comes to Disney and the ridiculous moves that they've made recently and what we found out about them basically grooming kids through their entertainment, through their movies and their songs and so on. 50% should be LGBTQ plus A or whatever the heck it is. Um, and the Florida legislature is not playing around. I think, they, I think they actually are taking very smart action to make sure the corporations do not do what it turns out Disney is doing. Now, a lot of people, if you're listening in that area, a lot of people who work for Disney and Disney World in Florida um, are not these people who want to push this far-left gay agenda. Um, they just want to do good entertainment for, for kids. But there is a percentage, and unfortunately, the leaders of Disney are pushing this kind of stuff. So we've got, uh, we've got that story for you coming up as well. Laura Logan coming up and also Campus Reform on the program. Uh, glad that you joined us. It happens to be a Thursday. Feeling all right? Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have a change of scene. Every night I have a stranger's dream. Imprisoned by the way. Carrie, how's it going? Could have been feeling pretty good. Left you making it happen? Yep. Are you getting it done? So I am. It appears to be an empty chair. <laughs> it's so I odd. I oh, take your shot. Uh, it's just an empty chair with the microphone. It's very interesting. I'm here. All right, there you go. Let's go. Took the key. all right. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. No. Sore throat. Not feeling good. Let's go. Yes, sir. What'd you say? You want me to sing the next chorus too? No, no, not at all. Wow, rude. I'm looking rude. out for you. Looking out for you. First time ever. All right, so <laughs> there you go. That is Carrie Lucky. That's Polo. That's Sam. I think. Oh, I, I don't know why I'm seeing an empty chair with my logo and your microphone. <laughs> that is, you did that on purpose. How did I do that? I'm here. I'm no in idea. the chair. Very, yeah. very strange. All right, there you go. That's what we have for you on a Thursday. And again, Laura Logan at the bottom of the hour. I like what Disney, uh, like, actually, I like what Florida's doing in reference to Disney. And did you watch any of the video of them voting on this today? Mm, no, I didn't see the video. People were screaming, ah, no, no, no. They, the, like the liberals uh, somehow were screaming were in the in like the, the House or the Senate chamber there in Florida. It was so childish and so stupid uh, that it makes my face hurt. All right, so so let's, uh, do, do we knock out the parody here? What do we do? Yeah, get it over with. I mean, play it again. 
because people want to hear it. Yeah, I think it's a bad thing. Mm. Okay. What? Go ahead. Come here. <laughs> Go ahead and play it. All right. So um, uh, CNN Plus is being canceled. CNN Plus has been around for 30 days. Carry one month in, and they're pulling mm, the plug. I know. Yeah. CNN Plus, for those of you who are just hearing about CNN Plus for the first time ever right now, is some online subscription service where you get extra programming. People like Chris Wallace, who got $10 million a year to go there, they're going to be disappearing by by April 30th, and I could not not do a parody on it, even with my throat on fire. Mm. Yeah, we all heard about that. Wow. I'm just so when saying. So when your kids get sick, I mean, when they get sick, you're like, oh, shut up, man up, <laughs> no. kid. No, of course I don't. No, of course not. Why can't you show me a little compassion If I'm feeling once? ill, you want me to talk about it for three hours on the air? Well, when you my have the Carrie Lockie hurts. show, you can do that. My head hurts. Okay. That's a very good shot of you, by the way, with a chair sideways <laughs> with my logo in your microphone. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not in on. it? Yeah, thank very you. Very odd. All right. So um, uh, yeah, uh, CNN Plus is going away. I couldn't not do something on it. The PAX parody, I like to call... CNN Plus. Let's go. I brought it because it's been brought in. Their ratings were down in the dumps. Took a turn with the departure of Donald Trump. So in their wisdom, they thought this was a smart move. We need another CNN one that's not on the tube. Man, they have no clue. Let's go. Whoa, CNN Plus lasted for about a month. 30 whole days. What a bad hush. They barely got off the <laughs> ground for they fell from grace. They had no pace. Lost a news race, had egg on their face. CNN Plus was a dumb idea thought up by someone who's crazed. Okay, now it gets good. If you liked it so far, you're going to love it now, right? Let's go. Chris Wallace left Fox News with Lee. He'd be the face of this channel, you see. Said Fox was starting to question the uh, truth. He left to go to CNN Plus. Man, he has no coup. The new job was a ruse. Whoa, Wallace left for 10 mil and is out of work. Looks like a big jerk. Wiped off his big smirk. Chris will still get paid after this egg he laid. He left on terms bad, gave up what he had. I hope Rose not too mad. Now that CNN Plus fell fast and made a big old splat. There you go. CNN Plus is no more. Carrie, hey, I crack myself up with the stupid background vocals. I know you <laughs> do. Are you hope Rose not too mad? Who, what did you say in that one? What's that? I hope. Something, what, what word or name did you say? I hope. I don't know. I don't have the words in front of me. I sing these songs oh, once well, and I forget about them. Excuse me, Virgin, taking an interest in it. It's one of those no, no, no. I, I, I was talking about Chris Wallace. I don't think I mentioned anybody else. So it would have been I him who was mad. I don't know what you said. I don't think it was Chris, though. Okay. 
What did you think I, I said? Hear it again. Are you making fun of my parody? Don't you doing? No, of course not. Wow. Wow. Is that, is that who you are? I know is that who you are? Was. No. So now in the break, I've got to go and look at the words that I wrote earlier, and I've got to go see what the hell I said now. <laughs> yes. Something. Well, what part? It was so later. Mad. Yeah, it was later. It was almost towards the end. Like, who was so mad? I, I didn't get that. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's see. Whoa, Wallace left for 10 mil and is out of work. Okay. Looks like a big jerk. Like Harry. Wiped off his hey. big smirk. Big smirk. <laughs> Chris will still get paid after this egg he laid. He left on terms bad, gave up what he had. I hope bro's not too mad. I hope bro is not too mad. Oh. I hope bro's not too mad, yeah. Bro. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, it's, 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 listen, it's younger people lingo, something you wouldn't know about. <laughs> So, really? I hope Rose not too mad. You didn't like Rose, that line? What did you think I said? Who's what did you think I said? Rose or Rose? I said, who are you talking about? Okay, bro. Listen, with age, you you lose the lingo. <laughs> Listen, you got to keep up with the vernacular. Okay, I'll try to remember that. <laughs> I bro. Hope, see, I, I should have remembered that because I remember I remember writing B R O apostrophe S as I wrote it. I'm like, really? That's gonna be kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, this is gonna go right over Carrie's head. This is way too young really? for her. You mm. got young sons, don't they say, bro? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. But I couldn't understand what you were saying. Yeah. Yes, I know about yeah. the word bro. I just yeah, didn't I don't, know I don't that's what you were saying. I don't know very well. Talk show host. I don't know that very I Clearly, I bro's know. mad. Um, all right, there you go. The Pags parody, CNN Plus. All right, let's talk about, because uh, a lot of people dump Disney Plus. Carrie, it's 200,000 have already dumped Disney Plus mm, since this whole wow. LGBTQXY12++ thing came out. And they're estimating it could be 3 million people who dumped the service. Mm -hmm. So Disney is in hot water, rightfully so. I'm glad that we got that leaked video of what what their plan really is. Uh, Tell us about what happened in Florida today. From Fox News, the Florida House of Representatives passed a bill on Thursday that would dissolve Walt Disney World's special governing power in the state. The move could have huge tax implications for Disney, whose series of theme parks have transformed Orlando into one of the world's most popular tourist destinations and serves to further sour the relationship between the Republican-led government and a major political player in the state. Uh, Democratic lawmakers could be heard shouting in the background as they attempted to protest the bill as it was passed. The bill will now head to the desk of Republican Governor Ron DeSantis, who has been involved in a war of words with the company after it publicly opposed a bill he signed, which prohibits classroom instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity with children in third grade or younger, or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. The passage in the Florida House comes the day after the Florida Senate passed the measure by a vote of 23 to 16 to dissolve Disney's special status that it was granted by the state over 50 years ago. The special status known as the Reedy Creek Improvement Act was signed into law in May 1967 by Governor Claude Kirk in response to lobbying efforts by Disney. The entertainment giant proposed building a recreation-oriented development on 25,000 acres of property in a remote area of Central Florida's Orange and Osceola counties which consisted of 38.5 square miles of largely uninhabited pasture and swampland. All right, so does it say what the implication is financially here? They they have some sort of a tax-free status or something like that? Mm. What was the first line again? What what are they taking away from Disney? What specifically are they taking away? Okay, let me go back up. Uh, The passed a bill on Thursday that would dissolve Walt Disney World's special governing power in the state. It could have huge tax implications for Disney. Right. So uh, I guess, no, no, it's all right. I I think they were able to govern themselves like a separate entity from the state. And now they're going to have to have the the state will go and do it. 
and they will now fall into the guise of the state government. And I think that they had special tax status too, which is going to change. Um, I mean, if, if you're a tax-free entity that gets that sort of right and passage to build something wonderful, there will be a recreational area for all people to come oh. from far and wide. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Orange and Osceola County did not have the services or resources needed to bring the project to life. So the state legislature worked with Disney to establish the Reedy Creek Improvement District, a special taxing district that allows the company to act with the same authority and responsibility as a county government. Imagine that. Hmm. So they're going to lose that, and they're going to fall into the guise of either the government in that area or uh, of the state government, which is right. And they're going to lose their, 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 tax, their special tax status, which is also going to cost them a lot of money. All you have to do is just be recreational, be something inviting for all people, all families, all walks of life, and not do what you're doing. And, and, and let me just be as clear as I can for anybody who works for Disney listening to me right now. All the people who hedge your company had to do was read the damn bill. Just read it. Doesn't say anything about don't say gay. Doesn't attack anybody who says, doesn't bully anybody who's gay or trans or whatever. Doesn't do any of that. It simply says little boys and girls don't need to be indoctrinated and inundated with this garbage from teachers and schools. And Disney gave in. Disney, I guess, thought that the lobby was stronger from the far left glads of the world than from regular families, nuclear families that would go there and spend their money. They're finding out very quickly that that is not true. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, do you agree with this move by DeSantis and the legislature? Do you also, um, are you also considering or have you already dropped Disney, uh, dropped Disney Plus and other Disney products? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. JoePags.com, go there right now. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. It'll send me an email right to me. Go and follow all the social media. Click on the Rumble link and you can watch the Laura Logan interview. Uh, the Megan Kelly interview I did last week is doing very good business. Go and check out all the interviews that we do as well as Ben Carson and more. Keep it here. Coming back on the Joe Pag Show. This is the Joe Pag Show. Ron DeSantis and the Florida State Legislature going after Disney, taking away its special tax status, taking away its basically Disney, Disney World in the Kissimmee, Orlando area of Florida, was its own county. And the state said, we're we're taking that back. You're not going to be able to collect your own taxes. You're going to end up having to pay us taxes. We're going to start governing Disney, whereas you had the right to do that for 50 plus years. Almost 55 and, and Disney should have seen this coming. You don't just get special status and keep special status if you're acting like an idiot. And they're acting like idiots right now. They're literally going against what they promised they would be in 1967. So your thoughts on that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about GetUpside. Told you about this app yesterday. It's incredible. If you buy gas, you need to know about GetUpside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code PAGS for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up. Cash back 
Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. And it's not just for gas. You can earn up to 30% cash back at grocery stores, restaurants, food delivery too. You can cash out anytime into your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card for Amazon or other brands as well. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S. Get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. Use my code P-A-G-S right now. Again, Get Upside, get it from the App Store or Google Play. Use code PAGS, P-A-G-S. That's code PAGS. Make that happen right now. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com to the phone lines. John, you're right there in Florida. Uh, talk to me about what's happening there. Fill me in. Well, you know, basically my, my viewpoint on it is you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a perfect example of what happens when you step outside the box. You should just do what you do. Disney was Disney for everybody. Now they decided to pick a side. Sometimes when you pick a side, it doesn't come out the way you want. And the thing is, Disney was not anti, uh, John Thanks, wasn't anti-LGBTQ, XYZ, one, two, three. They have the gay week or something in Disney World. I remember that. I'm like, really? So pretty much, they call it uh, gay days or something. Where I mean, pretty much families are told it's going to be a bunch of gay people at, the, at, at Disney this entire week. All sorts of gay days events and everything. So they're already catering to everybody, already welcoming to everybody. There was no overtone of gays or trans or lesbians aren't, uh, aren't allowed here. So why would they have to come out? And, Carrie, any idea why somebody who's doing so well with families have to come out and say, we're going to push 50% of our characters will not be this way? I know. They're just trying to be woke. I, I don't have a, an explanation for it. This is going to hurt. Have you, guys, have you guys raised your kids with Disney as being a positive? Yeah, I mean, well, my my Certainly kids all love Disney, younger, Disney Plus and all that. Absolutely, yeah, all the Disney movies, yeah. And sometimes you just have to say no. I mean, and I use this reference all the time: pass the potatoes. You know, somebody says, "Hey, should we do fifty percent of our characters as gay or lesbian or trans?" No, pass the potatoes. I mean, it's just that simple. You want to have the occasional person or character in your in your movies or shows that, if there is a sexual orientation, you want them to be something other than the normal heterosexual orientation, fine, do it every once in a while. The, the gay population is about 5%. That's really what it is. Now, they'll say it's 10%. It's not. It's about 5 The trans population is under 1%. But somehow we're going to make 50% of the characters in the Disney animated movies or, or real-life movies that somehow have a gay or lesbian or trans character as the lead. And they're just it's, it's without sense. It's nonsensical. And, and that bothers me because they've taken what was once an incredible brand and they've made it a political persuasion, which it shouldn't be. Uh, Michael, Oklahoma City, talk to me. Uh, Joe, excellent as always. Uh, uh, I just want to reinforce what you're saying. When you do not hold people accountable under the U.S. Constitution or in this case under the state constitution also of Florida, they're going to do whatever they choose to do. DeSantis has the courage to hold them accountable He's going to use what he has the authority to do, and I'll guarantee you they'll back off. Well, they're going to have to, or else they're going to lose a lot of money. When you hit them in the pocketbook, they, they have to um, make a shift, or else the shareholders, the family, everybody's going to go downhill uh, money-wise. And that's where you hit them. When you hurt them in the pocketbook, then suddenly change starts happening. It's like with Twitter. 
Uh, and uh, they haven't taken all the all the governing and the regulations off of my account. It's still being shadow banned and so on. But I'm gaining people all of a sudden. And suddenly people are going, man, I haven't seen your stuff in a long time. And I saw this post. So they're starting to make that change because they aren't what they said they would be. Disney has always been family programming. Disney has always been family welcoming. And that family could be gay, trans, straight, whatever. They never sort of made that line of delineation. We need X amount of this kind of persuasion, this kind of gender ID, this kind of sexual orientation. And when you do that, you're literally telling off the rest of people who aren't like that. So you're catering to the 5% and you're blowing off the 95%. Makes no sense. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. Part three of my special sit down with Laura Logan on the Joe Pags Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. She's been bringing you real journalism for over 30 years, and she continues to bring it, even though she's been attacked every single day from the far left in this country. Real journalism from Laura Logan, part three of my sit-down right now. Had Obama just just said, go in and get him. Go in and do whatever you have to do to stop this. Could they have saved Chris Stevens' life? Would they have saved the four guys who died that day? Would they have saved those Americans' lives? What could they have done? And, and why in your heart of hearts do you think they didn't? Was it to win the election? He was scared because Romney was doing pretty well, I guess. Is that why he went to a, to a campaign event the next day? Well, the only honest answer to that question, Joe, is that it's unknowable, right? Because it's, to me, like, um, let me say that again, just because it froze. The only honest answer to that question is that it's unknowable okay. because it didn't happen. So, um, so I can tell you what I do know for certain, right? I don't know that, that, uh, they could have saved Chris Stevens's life, but I do know that we have extraordinary military capabilities that we have no idea about and no concept of, and really don't understand. I mean, for example, there's a documentary on the History Channel that talks about a bomb that we have that you literally, when you drop that bomb and they use it in, I believe it was Fallujah, it has these disks that spin and they go in all different directions. They use artificial intelligence that is programmed with targeting information and they took out an entire column of Iraqi military vehicles right, uh, uh, right in one go. And I believe it was in Iraq. So it was in, in that. Right. And um, if we have that kind of technology, if we have stealth thermal drones, so imagine that, a stealth drone with thermal technology that can literally find people on, the, on a, a battlefield with uh, absolutely no boots on the ground, and they can kill without people even seeing or hearing it coming. What I am told by every single military person I speak to is that we have never used more than 10% of our advanced military capability on a battlefield like Afghanistan. So you can only imagine what resources we had to bear that were never, ever used. Um, There were drones flying overhead. We know that. We were told, well, they weren't, you know, they weren't armed. 
right? And it wouldn't have made any difference if um, we'd had jets fly over. You can't know it wouldn't have made any difference because you didn't do it. Yeah. It's the same question that's unknowable. So I know that technology exists that, uh, that could change outcomes that we can't even imagine. And I know that none of those resources were used. When it comes to motivation, I'm very careful as a journalist to distinguish between the things that I can prove and the things that, you know, your characters or people within the story are qualified to share with you about why they think something happened. In terms of motivation of the Obama administration, you know, without getting into Obama's head and Susan Rice and Hillary Clinton, you know, we can't ever say with any degree of, of certainty what the motivation was. There are indicators when you analyze it and when you look at their action, there are indicators and people looked for a long time for a smoking gun in Benghazi. One thing that we know for sure is that at the time that Benghazi was taking place, the Obama administration was on the record saying that they were not providing weapons to uh, anyone in the conflict in Syria what we or in Libya. What we know since then, and by their own admission, and by documents that have been uh, released and by information that's come out, is that that was not true. I did meet with multiple rebel leaders um, who showed me the rat lines for the trafficking of weapons right. into Benghazi. I mean, we had we had a plethora of evidence about weapons going into Benghazi. And what I discovered later, which we didn't have at the time, was that there were Islamist leaders in uh, Libya, in fact, like the leader of Al-Qaeda in Libya, who uh, were writing to other Islamists in 2016, for example, and urging them to make deals with uh, across all the parties, because as this one Islamic leader states in his letter to his uh, fellow jihadis, he says, you know, we have the full backing of the Obama administration for an Islamic caliphate. And when no matter who gets elected, whether it's, you know, Hillary or Trump, when we're unlikely to have this level of support ever again. Wow. And so, um, you you know, uh, brothers, it's time to make a deal and so on and so on. So this was after my after Benghazi, obviously. But, um, you know, there's a lot that's coming out about the Obama administration and now the Biden administration. Look at the way they're working with so many of America's enemies, taking action that ultimately weaken the United States on the world stage. Right. And and limit our capabilities and. Uh, inhibit our ability to defend this country and its people, right? Whether at home or abroad. I mean, when you create a narco-terrorist superstate in Afghanistan nestled between Iran, you know, the number one state sponsor of terrorism, and Pakistan, which has more Islamic terrorist organizations on its soil than any other country on earth, you know, you, you why we do did that, you know, that's a question for them to answer. The yeah. people responsible, they need to answer to that yeah, but Laura, question. somebody's got to ask the questions. Nobody is. You are. I would if I had the opportunity. I mean, nobody's asking the question. And you're calling, you know, Peter Ducey a, 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 a stupid SOB if he dares yell out a question as he's being ushered out of the room. No, he's great. I mean, he's the one guy who's asking any questions. But at the end of the day, nobody's holding them to account. Well, you no. had Trump was peppered with questions for two hours yeah. a day in these stupid yeah. COVID meetings. I was yelling at the screen, just go, just leave. Leave, you know, Don, because they're not going to they're not going to leave you alone. Uh, Biden, you can't ask Biden anything but what flavor ice cream you like. So who's holding to, who's holding them to account? The same exact players that did all this dastardly stuff under Obama are now running the joint again. 
Well, and you know what's frustrating too is I will say to people, somebody needs, you know, I get questioned all the time. Well, well, why would we do that? You know, I, you know, people who don't believe it. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why would we do that? And I'm like, why are you asking me? Ask the Biden administration. Ask right. the people who did it. Don't ask me. Well, 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 well Laura, they, they've conditioned us to question the journalists. They've conditioned well, us to ask people to, to give a hard time to people who ask the hard questions. And this, gi- this gives sh- cloak to people like Biden. Right? We don't question their journalists. Not allowed to question that. Right. No. Well, you know what it is? I say, well, what people will say to me sometimes is, well, they're not going to answer that question. And I say, but, but. That let them let the American people see that our leaders are not willing to answer that question. Let it be on the record that they refuse to answer that question or refuse to address that part of the issue and so on, right? Because we're giving them a free pass when we don't hold when we don't ask them to even provide us with an answer. So why would you leave eighty billion dollars worth of military equipment? in the hands of a terrorist organization when you don't have to. You have the ability using just some of that technology like thermal stealth drones to, you know, to absolutely obliterate that technology overnight without any boots on the ground. And yet nobody will ask the question or why won't they ask the the Biden administration about their open border policy? Let's just call it what it is, you know, and and why won't they ask the Biden administration how they can be part of the World Economic Forum and endorse the World Economic Forum and their agenda and be working with them when one of their stated goals is that by 2030, the United States will no longer be a superpower. It's in their videos. Go to their website and look it up. But, you know, they're not doing that anymore because for some reason we seem to be marching, you know, willingly straight to the gallows, you know, so that we can uh, participate in our own funeral. I mean, I call it we're slitting our own throats. And yet, no. And yet, if you talk about it, what do they say about me? I'm the disgraced former journalist and the the unhinged, you know, blah, 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 right wing, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, these are talking points that come from political propagandists and political operatives and political assassins. These are not people who are credible. And yet media organizations who go along with those narratives and who have printed false news stories one after another after another, like Hunter Biden's laptop, knowing knowing that the laptop is real, you know, because if one journalist can figure that out and verify it, all of them can. There's no excuse for that. Printing that this was Russian disinformation when they knew full well that it wasn't. Not even asking a single critical you know, question to address that false narrative. And yet these people get to, to look at you and I and say uh, and criticize us as if we're not credible. Like based on what? Well, what makes me based sick about that what? entire thing is the, the New York Times says it's real and some blurb 21 paragraphs in, suddenly it's real. We all knew that it was real because Jack Dorsey hit it. You, I couldn't even send you, you and I follow each other on Twitter. I could not send you a direct message with the link to that New York Post story. That's how hard they hit it. And I've seen two studies, 10% or 16% of the American people that voted for Biden would not have voted for him had they known about the laptop. We know that was collusion. We know that was real. NPR to this day, Laura, has still not apologized for writing that stupid thing. We're not going to cover stories out of Russia collusion, Russian plants, or whatever the hell they said. And they, they still have never apologized for that. They should be holding they you up on high as a person. Go. On a, go ahead. That's like asking the Nazis to apologize for what they did. Right. Well, There's, I agree. Never, why do we still expect our enemy? We're in a war. 
This is a war. It's an information war yes. and it's an asymmetric war on so many levels. And yet day after day after day, we keep looking to the enemy and saying, boy, I'm so upset and so shocked. They, they, they haven't, you know, admitted or apologized or this, and they're still lying and they're still doing this. And they will to the end. They will I'm run the, to the end. Laura, I'm not as mad at NPR as I am as the people who believed them when they said it. And the people that believe them when they said it do make up a large block of our, of our population. I don't, know how, I don't know how Laura Logan and Joe Paggs get to those people. It's like the disinformation when, when CNN puts out a picture saying, look at all the Democrats praying around second base because, of the guy, uh, because Scalise was shot uh, uh, before the congressional baseball game. They mm-hmm. said that when they knew that it was Republicans and Democrats. They said Democrats. That got 200,000 you know, retweets. Then they, then they posted the, the correction. Oops, it turns out it was, it was members from both sides. It was a bipartisan prayer. And like 10,000 people saw that. So my problem is the initial push by the far left social oh, media, okay. big tech pushing this narrative and never, ever pushing the correction. And I don't know that you and I are loud enough that you might be because you're, you're Laura Logan. I, I can't. I mean, we're doing the best we can. I need those original entities to say we lied, we made it up, we were incorrect, we suck. I mean, they're I didn't, never going to do it. They're, they're never, ever, 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 ever going to do it. That's it for part three of my special interview with Laura Logan, incredible journalist, part four tomorrow on the Joe Pag Show. You're listening to Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, tons to get to. I appreciate you taking the time. Really enjoying my conversation with uh, Laura Logan. Uh, Carrie, you, you enjoying that? As a journalist, you got you got to love hearing her talk. Oh, I do. Yeah, it's really interesting. Her experiences like her. are crazy. Um, I I, now, we, we did not get into Egypt. She was more than willing to get into Egypt when she was there in Tarar Square. And she was sexually assaulted by, by a mob of men when the, mm-hmm. the light went off on the camera. And this mob of men took that opportunity to attack her and do disgusting things. And her life was saved. I mean, she thought she was dead. And we did not, we didn't have time. She said she was more than willing to talk about it, but we did not have time uh, in the four-part series. So we will have her back. Um, which she has put life and limb on the line for 35 years just to go out and get the story. And the fact that anybody wants to call her out as if she's not a real journalist just makes me sick. I'll be honest with you. It makes me sick. And you've seen her reports probably for as long as I have, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm a very big fan of hers. And if anybody is journalist, it would be her. 100%. I mm-hmm. could not agree more. She, she is uniquely qualified to talk about what is and what isn't journalism. Okay. And, uh, and I think she makes great points for this entire interview. We'll finish it up tomorrow. Hour number two as well. Make sure you, you stick around for the finale of, uh, of Laura Logan. Let me tell you about the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. It is a great air purifier. It's going to take those odors out of wherever you have the odors. It quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and more. The Proven Oxy technology gets this done. It freshens your home, gets rid of odors like litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. Over 200,000 of these thunderstorms have been sold. You know it works. They called it the thunderstorm because it actually smells like a thunderstorm came through and left that fresh, clean scent afterwards. You, you, you know you're familiar with it. When you have this unit, you're going to smell and go, oh, I get it now. You never have to breathe dirty air again. No filters to buy. Takes up no floor space. It plugs right into the wall. It's nearly silent. Great for use in bedrooms. And again, we've got a couple in my house. 
They work incredibly. I can always tell where they are. You can get a three-pack right now and save $200 by going to EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS3, P-A-G-S-3. EdenPureDeals.com. Use code P-A-G-S, the number three. Save $200 right now on a three-pack. Shipping is free as well. You might as well go ahead and get this done. So I wanted to bring something else up because we know that Piers Morgan pretends he's a journalist, and, uh, and he's not. But he pretends that he is. He's more of a commentator, I would say. But he sells himself as somebody who does sort of keep a journal like Kerry does or Laura Logan does. Carrie, did you see the video, the promo for the for the um, the Trump interview with Piers Morgan? No, I heard people talk about it though. It sounds like they're really going at it, and Piers Morgan says that's not true, and Trump says you just stop right there, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and it, this is garbage. Well, let's see how this is going to go, and, and uh, you know Piers Morgan is, is yelling over all due respect, all res- due respect, but and then Trump stands up and he takes the mic up and says, "Shut the camera off." Well, Trump wisely, like he did with Leslie Stahl, had his own tape rolling. And the actual audio was nothing like that. And it was a very good interview, very friendly interview. Hard questions, sure. Trump has never said no to hard questions. He's told me to my face, ask me a hard question, just be fair about it. And that's good. For me, you've you've got a guy, Pierce Morgan, who I think was trying to get back in good with the left, which launched him out because I guess he said something about Meghan Markle that he shouldn't have said or they don't think that he should have said. I don't think he did anything wrong. But here's a guy that puts that. Carrie, how stupid must you be to edit a promo mm-hmm. that is nothing like what the actual interview was? Because once people watch it's the interview, they're going to say, this promo wasn't, this interview wasn't at all what you promoted it as. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I mean, clearly it was deceptive. Of course what do you think was. about somebody putting that out? It's almost like clickbait, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, you're expecting that in the interview and then you don't get it. I mean, you're talking about Laura Logan being, you know, that's what a journalist is. What Pierce Morgan did or what his editing right. team did? Absolutely not. No. And how can you ever trust him again? Why well, would you I want was, to? I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't dislike Pierce Morgan, although he's nuts on the Second Amendment. He says some really stupid things. But the guy does what he does, and I watched him on The Apprentice. I thought he was okay. I thought he was good as a judge in America's Got Talent or whatever. But Piers Morgan did not come out today and say, hey, listen, I didn't know they edited it that way. That's not how the interview went. I apologize, apologize about that. It's a good interview. We ask tough questions. We have a very good relationship. Um, it wasn't like that at all. All I needed him to do was say that. But, Carrie, he didn't say that today. Did he say anything? I don't think he's responded. Now, I've been on the air for three hours and haven't felt so great. So I don't know. I don't think so, though. Um, And if he he didn't didn't come out immediately and say, you know what? This was edited wrong, and it's not not a reflection of the interview, and I want to apologize to Mr. Trump. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't come out and say that, then he's full of, you know what? I would absolutely agree with that. Yep. I mean, get ahead of it. Even if he was part of it, he said, you know what? I looked at it quickly. I didn't use my brain. We should not have put it out like that. That is not the tone and tenor of this interview. He says nothing. And now people are like, well, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see what I, and my answer was, I'm not watching that crap. Why would I give him my eyeballs? Why would I give him my ratings? Why would would I give him a view? Right. Mm -hmm. No, but, but by me, the fact that he doesn't immediately, because Trump called him out immediately. Well, here's the actual audio. And it's nothing like what he did. I find it to be really, really low. And it gives people like you a bad name, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely it does, yes. There's there another you go. one. All right. mm-hmm. Another hour in the can. Next hour, we've got a, a, a lot more coming your way, including campus reform on the Joe Pack Show. Stay here. 
This is the Joe Pegg Show.